What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. Today is a special type of podcast, our first one of this type. We're going to be doing a deep dive of Damian Lillard's life and career spanning from his high school days up until this past season. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy that. However, before we jump into that, so if you're here for that, stay just a couple minutes. We're just going to give a quick little thoughts rundown of how we think the playoffs are going. It's been a very, very entertaining first round. Personally, that Lakers game last night, we're recording this Tuesday night. That was amazing. It's been great to see Braun go out Dylan Brooks. I just, before I started this podcast, I just saw Trey Young hit a game-winning three against the Celtics. So, a lot of action in the playoffs. West, um, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, I was thinking we do a little fun game here to get it started. I think we should uh, go around, and for each series, let's just describe the series with one word. Okay. So, we can we can start with Bucks and Heat. Um, the word that I would use for that series is uh, heroic. That is what Jimmy Butler is doing right now. Backpack. Backpack's another good one. Jimmy Butler, he's had 56... I thought as soon as Giannis came back, I was like, oh, the Bucs, you know, we'll, we'll clean up in six. But the Bucs are on the brink. Bucks are on the I would say dream, like three to one, or is it yeah. three, two, three, one? Three, three, one. one? three, one, Heat are up. No one would expect the eight seed. Obviously, they got a little help with Giannis being hurt, but he played last game and Jimmy Butler with one of the most insane performances I've ever seen in a playoff game. So I'll say that. that that's crazy. For... Lakers Grizzlies, I'm gonna say, just haha, H A H A, because one word, one. That, that is one word. <laughs> that is one word. <laughs> How about ha 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 ha? Like Grizzlies. Oh, it's just beautiful seeing Dylan Brooks get humbled and all that Ooh, beef he had with, with the oh, Dude, I saw, a, I saw a meme. It was like Dylan Brooks better download the Duolingo app on his phone because he's going to learn Chinese. <laughs> Yeah, Cody uh, posted a tech about that. If you don't follow the tech talk, go follow it. Um, the word I would use to describe Grizzlies Lakers is uh, I'll I'll go feisty, feisty. Uh, that or physical, because it's been really physical. It has been very physical. Um, but I'm again, I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Lakers in that series. Of course, I'm rooting. It's okay. For the Lakers it's okay series. that we're rooting for the Lakers. By the way, I know it's shocking that we would. Uh, let's go Celtics Hawks. Ooh. Um. I'll say interesting because say, yeah, interesting. The Hawks making a comeback. They were down three one. Trey Young just hit a winner three two. They could win this thing at State Farm, tie it's it up, good, go to Game Seven. Good, that'd be good point. That'd be cool. I would have said before the Hawks stole Game Five. I would have said blah because like we all know what he was going to win the series in the end. But now it's three two, or no, it's three two, yeah. three two going three, two. back home to hey, yeah, hey, as as uh, Blazer fans. A. As Blazer fans, we're, we're well accustomed to as the if you just steal game five, then game six is an automatic win at home, and then you just got to go, and then anything can happen in game seven. <laughs> For that, I'll say backseat, because I really haven't given a single yeah. single thing about that Nets, series. Net Sixers, the word that I'd use there is uh, over. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about that one. Ooh, that one the one I will use is... Um, Farewell, because it's Mikel Bridges' farewell tour in Brooklyn before he gets traded to the Blazers. Exactly. Or is Dame going to Brooklyn? Yeah, no, no, Dame no, no. wants to go well, to Brooklyn. Not good. We're not even addressing that. Yeah. Um, last Kings. one. In, did we? Kings Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We can do Kings Warriors. I'm just going to say poetry, because it's been very entertaining. Every game's been like written. 
That's a complete word. Harrison Barnes, the uh, warrior in 2015, putting on a disgusting performance, missing the game winner. And it, it was just, it's a great series. Such a good series. Yeah, I was going to go energetic. I was going to go electric. Yeah, it's Same thing. enthusiastic, exciting. You can throw it out all the ease you want. Synonyms, yes. Enlightening. Okay, I'm done. But it's seriously, it's cool to see uh, Sacramento fans get hype. Uh, and there's been some drama with Draymond. And, uh, who wins that series, by the way? Who do you think wins that series? I still, I think Warriors. I think I said in seven originally. Stick I think I did too. I either said, I think I said Warriors in seven because I but said Warriors that, having to go into Sacramento no. to win a seventh game. Dude, that would be awesome. It's really just do you trust Sacramento's youth to come through in the big, big moments? Um, let's go Cavs Knicks. Shocking. I'm very surprised that the Cavs are playing as bad as they are. I'll go I'll go old school with, with a hyphen. Hyphen. I'll go okay. old school. Spot the flag. Yeah. Shot. Yeah, nice. I'll go old school just because it's been lower scoring and every time like the Knicks are in the the Knicks just always play like a Josh Hart. Shout so, out. Like, Josh Hart's a I feel like Josh Hart would thrive in like the eighties. Thrive in the eighties, facts. I mean, I'll say just deserved. I think the Knicks are good in that they're yeah. playing hard and they're underdogs and they're getting the job done. So they deserve it. And we'll see if they can close it. Let's go. Um, we're missing Clippers Suns. Yep. Disappointing. Yeah. I was going to say that too. It's just, it's like after how electric the first two games were having Kawhi now be out, just that but like, stinks. Bro, Underwhelming. Dude, yeah. Imagine like you're a Clippers fan and you have K- Kawhi and PG and they just are never available when it matters. And have they, have they had a single healthy playoff run yet? I don't think so. Yeah. And like low key, I don't know. if they didn't have to play the Suns in the first round and, and they were healthy, I think they could get to the finals. I think if they were healthy, like, Russell Westbrook's they playing gave, well. Yeah, they would have gave the Suns a run for their money. I mean, they were proving it. Yeah. Cody, Nuggets, Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. Nuggets, Timberwolves. My word for that last one was disappointing. Minnesota. For this one, I'm gonna say no. You guys go first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, gentlemen's because we all know what's gonna happen tonight. That's great. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll piggyback on that gentlemen's. Um, the classic, just win game four at home to avoid the sweep. Um. Yeah, I'll say gentlemen's. I like Anthony Edwards' <laughs> attitude, thinking he's just so, all gentlemen's. Yeah, because I like Anthony Edwards' attitude, saying it's not over, and then he wins it and I think it was overtime last game, but it's just not gonna happen. The Nuggets aren't gonna lose the series, but yeah. Yeah. Any final final thoughts on the playoffs? I think that my Lakers to the Western Conference finals take is very much in play right now. I think your Bucks to win the finals take is also in jeopardy. So oh, yeah, what did what did each person Cody said I, Celtics I, over Suns, West had Bucks over Suns. I had Suns over Bucks. We all Bucks in the finals. We all have Bucks in the he has, he has Celtics winning it all. Because as Blazer fans, we don't want to see Celtics or Sixers in the finals. No, Cody has Celtics winning it all. I think okay. we all have the Suns. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our NBA talk. Maybe we'll reconvene at the end of this uh, podcast. But basically, with this possibly being the last week without probably next week too without major well, blazer. Well, this news. could be the last podcast with uh, with Dame as a blazer considering the Brooklyn rumors. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I can just say some things, but I, I, I just no, don't no, even want to go on a tangent. I'm, I'm tempting you. That, that's my bad. But with the lottery coming up, we're going to really go dive dive deep into that um, in the coming weeks. So we're just doing a deep dive on Damian Lillard. So I'm kind of just – I am your teacher of this. A lot of us know most things about Damian Lillard, but I try to get into some some deeper details and as well as just kind of just recapping his career and everything that's happened up until now because there's things we've forgotten over time and if you guys ever want to chime in throughout go ahead i encourage it i'll have some trivia here and there i'll have some guessing stuff so without further ado we'll just jump into his high school days um so obviously dame grew up in oakland we all know that the letter o uh, only three miles south of oracle which i found interesting um Surprised he wasn't a Warriors fan going up. Zero proof of that or anything with that and anything I read. Uh, but maybe you guys know this. He went to three high schools growing up. He went to Arroyo High School, which has zero famous alumni. Then his sophomore year, he went to St. Joseph High School, which uh, is where Jason Day went. Or not Jason Day. Jason Kidd went. Um, <laughs> sorry for the golf reference. And those were two private schools. Never really played then transferred to Oakland High School for his final two years, the public school, kind of where all his friends went. He mentioned on the Evan Turner and Iggy podcast that his dad didn't want him to go there because it was kind of dangerous, but his brother, Houston, actually convinced his dad to let him go. He went on to average just 19 and 22 points per game his final two years. Um, you want to know who went to Oakland High School? Sway Sway Calloway. Does that ring a bell? The name is Sway. It might like, not. Like, I got two options. My first one would be Sway Lee. My second one is Sway from Sway in the Morning. It is Sway from Sway in the Morning, where Dame obviously had that iconic freestyle rap, the one that is actually on our channel. Me being the chosen one. It out. Like this blessed interception, sitting known for homicide, majority to broke. I'm sorry. Wes knows it to heart. But I, th- I thought that was funny. I, was, I saw the name and I was like, okay, I'm going to check out who this is. Went yeah, on to I mean, see it was him. Um, sway, sway, sway in the morning. Final oh. detail. Hold up. Final detail from high school before I let you. I let you jump in. Is he was actually jumped by three men. I don't know if it was his junior or senior year, but after basketball practice, they asked for everything. He said no. Fight broke out. Dame actually did a good job holding holding his own from accounts, but then a guy pulled a gun on him and he was forced to give up all his things. Obviously, so. If things go south there, we might never have Damian Lillard. Because <laughs> he gets shot? Okay, well, anyway. I mean, that that is gun crazy. was in play. I heard that story before. Um, that's that's crazy. I can even imagine. And I'm sure that situation specifically could have driven him mentally to accomplish it, more. It, like did, it did mention that, like, that – put like a no fear mentality in him, not to get cliche or anything, but like Dame is actually like the embodiment of like all these so-called cliche things we always say. Um, so I believe it. Because I feel like if an experience like that happened to you, that would just change your whole perspective on life in ways that I can even imagine. And um, maybe his brother or whoever he said was right in convincing him that Oakland would have, might have not been the best choice. You know, he grew up in the place where Ja wish he grew up, but unfortunately, Ja didn't grow up there. Oh, I just have, I just had, had to pull out that joke, but, um, had to unload the clip. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think of those? I don't, I I don't know. Anyway, but, um, 
yeah, that's that, that's really interesting. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to college, we'll jump to like his whole recruiting process. He was obviously a low-level recruit. He was just a two-star on most of the recruiting websites. He was 214th in the nation on 247, and ESPN and Rivals didn't even have him ranked. His first offer was obviously from Weber State, which in fact is where he ended up going. That was in January of 2007. And it all started because his AAU coach just called the Weber State coach and was like, hey, I got this kid. And the Weber State coach was like, oh, I really don't want to see him, but I guess I'll trust you because you're my friend. Turned out they come see him play a game. They offer him after his first game. Dame wants to commit on the spot because he's just so ecstatic that he finally got a D1 offer uh, after all those years. He obviously doesn't, um, but he ends up committing to them down the line. One of his major reasons why he knew Weber State so much is because he also mentioned this in the Evan Turner you know, Andre Iguodala podcast, but he used to play NCAA March Madness 06 on, I think it was like the PS2, and he would choose a mid-major and try to take him to the national championship instead of like the big blue blood like UNC, Duke, Kansas. And he would always pick Weber State because they were the only school with a actual gem in the game that wasn't just like a generic high school gem, which if you actually look at their gem nowadays, it is a really pretty big gem for the Big Sky Conference. But some other offers, his final three schools were Weber State, Santa Clara, and Boise State. And then he also had offers from St. Mary's, Wichita State, and Montana. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. Dame went to Montana. He could have been a Grizzly. Could have been a Grizzly. That would have been wild. Uh, but then at Weber State, he wins Big Sky Freshman of the Year in 2008-2009 and is all Big Sky first team. Averages just 11 points, though. Then his sophomore year, he won Big Sky MVP, and he was an honorable mention All-American for the entire country, which was kind of unheard of for a Big Sky Conference player. He averaged 19 that year. Then he got hurt his junior year, got a medical red shirt, so was able to play his junior year again. And then that's when he absolutely like took off. They were 25 and 7, 14 and 2 in conference. He was the second leading scorer in the entire nation, 24 and a half points, first uh, Big Sky MVP, and was the first ever All American from the Big Sky. So, was teacher, teacher? I have a question. I want to know his three point percentage because today he is arguably the best three point shooter of all time behind. Um, guess is in college, I would say it's 37%. I'll say 30, high 30s. So for his career, he was a 39% three-point shooter. His senior year, he was 40, or junior year, his fourth year, though, was a 41% three-point shooter. Wow. So he was killing it from behind the line back then. That's interesting because when I first, like Dame's first two or one, two, three seasons in the NBA, I didn't really think of him. Like, I knew he was a good three-point shooter, but I didn't think of him to be like an elite Mm-hmm. you know 40 percent shooter but um yeah interesting do y'all remember watching dame at weber state at all or no tell me why i remember one game and it was because we were watching either montana or montana state and it was just like that time when you know like oh it's the early conference tournament week let's watch the mid-majors because we're basketball deprived and for some reason i feel like i remember him playing but i know vivid memories do you have any memories yeah. of him from the ncaa tournament because he didn't go. No, he never made the tournament, which is kind of insane. Well, hmm. that, that's the thing about those one bid leagues is they were fourteen and two in conference, but you got to back it up in the conference tournament. Yeah. But that's cool. 
that's that's actually so cool and like relatable that he picked we or he just knew weber state because of the video game like i remember we used to see that cole when we would like do road to glory college football and i'd mm-hmm. like pick like utah state and try to take them and just put up crazy stats off mm-hmm. off topic when it comes to the sport but we also did that in fifa with some huddersfield time. huddersfield um that those, oh, my were jerseys fun, at home. those were fun days yeah my jersey's at home yeah. too but nba draft time uh dame goes sixth overall the blazers have another lottery pick in that draft as well as a second round pick who is maybe still in the nba right now can you tell me who went 11th and then you guys want to try to guess who went 40th overall for the blazers well i know who went 11th who went 11th myers the hammer went 11th myers leonard um and wait dame was six right dame went six yeah. myers went 11 and 40 40 this is a guy that probably played with the blazers for probably three or four years then he went to another western conference team that we matched up against in the playoffs before and i'm i don't even know he might still be in the league now um let me let me let me guess he is it center the power forward he's like a small forward maybe shooting guard hold on is it will barton will barton Oh yeah. Who notoriously never did anything on the Blazers. Which is sad. But that's a really good for going fortieth and still being in the league. Yeah. So, um, if you read what the mock drafts said about Damian Lillard, they were most mock drafts had him slotted going to the Blazers, which I was actually surprised. I was thinking maybe we like reached for him because we thought he was gonna be good, but clearly he was kind of a consensus pick for the Blazers, which is to my surprise because, and the little I remember from the Blazers back then, because obviously I remember some Brandon Roy days, but once Brandon Roy kind of started having his injuries, he, I feel like, huh? No, I was just going to make a oh, point. I feel here, like um, the Blazers had like one or two years in these years when I like didn't really care to watch them because it's like I didn't really want to watch Gerald Wallace and Andre Miller, but... We had a point guard that I was like, why are we taking a point guard? I just, for some reason, remember this. It's because I thought Nolan Smith was going to be our future point guard. because we That was your UNC bias talking. He went to Duke. I understand that, but because you watch UNC Duke all the time, you're like, this guy's good. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you one thing from Nolan Smith's college days. I just remember, for some mm-hmm. reason, I was thinking Nolan Smith was like our future point guard. Well, I will say I've heard that Dame's pre-draft workout was one of the best they've ever seen. Um, what a surprise, man. Because he, uh, I think he, I read a story somewhere a few years ago where he worked out for the Blazers and the Blazers were like, yeah, basically told him like, we're going to pick you. And like the Blazers like asked him not to try out for anyone else. Because I think, at the, who went number one that year, AD? AD. And I, I don't really know who went two through five. But... I can, I'll tell you who went two. I'll tell you who went three. Brad wait, wait, can I, can I guess? Three. Can I guess? Can I guess? One guy, and the guy who went fifth to the Kings actually played on the Blazers like two years later. Oh, and it's connected to Will Barton in some way when it comes to a highlight play. Thomas Robinson went yeah. five. Um, who, who who picked two? Picked two was Charlotte. And this was, this, is, this was the write-up by Bleacher Report because Nick Batum was a free agent. Bleacher Did Report... Is Kid Giltress. Bleacher Report goes, if Nick Batum is leaving in free agency, 
then Michael Kidd-Giltress is the no-brainer pick to re- replace him. He's a can't-miss prospect. This wow. man lasted, what, four years? went to Kentucky, years, right? Maybe? Uh, yeah. So they had Kentucky went 1-2 that year. And it ended by saying, in quotes, the Blazers are due. And they got Damian Lillard, so we were due. So Kind of like we are this year. Who picked three? Three was Washington. Guy still on Washington to the day. Beal? Bradley, Bradley Beal. Porzingis, please. He got Four was Cleveland. This guy never really did much throughout the league, but he did have uh, in the Rising Stars game, he had a moment. Or For Cleveland? Executive moments. And like, that's what everyone remembers him as, this sequence of the Rising Stars game. For Cleveland? For Cleveland. Frick. Anthony mm. Bennett. No, I'm just kidding. Is he still, what, is he still in the league? I don't think he's in the league anymore. Position? Shooting guard. He went to Syracuse, but I, I don't think that'll help you. I don't No, know I know. It, it's not... It was against Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, it's, it's right. Waiters. Dude. Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters. Wow. Good, good pull, Cody. Good pull. Obviously, Myers won 11th. There's actually a lot of people that have to do with the Blazers that went here. Obviously, Robinson went 5. Uh, Myers went 11th. Mo Harkless went 15th. And Austin Rivers, who notoriously was praying for the Blazers that one time, uh, went 10th. He was praying mm-hmm. on the Blazers' downfall. Yeah, praying against the Blazers. But that's the draft. So very yeah, interesting to look six. back on. He goes six. That and, was one. He won rookie of the year. We will get to that. He won rookie of the year, his rookie year. He took the league by storm. Averaged 19, six and a half, and three. He played 38 minutes a game and in all 82 games, which to this day is the most minutes per game of his career. Which Who is, was um, second running for rookie of the year? I, ass- I don't know exactly. I assume Anthony Davis. But Dame was unanimous. Rookie of the Year, the fourth ever in league history, and he won Rookie of the Year, or not Rookie of the Year, Western Conference Rookie of the Month in all eight months throughout yeah. the season. So consistent year. He uh, was 12th in the league in scoring, which would be 49th in the league in scoring today. He averaged 19 points a game and was 12th in the league in scoring. He averaged That's 19. Wow. the scoring was 10 years ago. That so Dame, Dame and Luke Babbitt were combining for 20. <laughs> Babbitt were combining for 20. So just kind of to start off the whole NBA, what's going on in the NBA, can you tell me or can you guys guess the top three leading scorers at this time? This is 20, 2012, 2013. It's got to be Durant. Durant's number two at 28 points per Durant. game. Durant's number two at 28 points per game. Nope, he's four. So close, obviously, but no cigar. Carmelo? Melo was leading the league in scoring at 28.7. Good guess. Um, Harden, not yet. Harden was fifth. On OKC? Is it On Houston. I think this was his first year in Houston. In 2012? This is 12-13, so. Is it Dirk or Kobe? It is Kobe, 27.3. On that bad Lakers team? 27. I think wow. the Lakers were still... This was oh, kind of... They were decent, because I remember Dame's first career game was against the Lakers, and that was the Kobe interview. He was like, that boy's serious. That is, in fact, he had 23-11 and 11 in his first game. Only Oscar Robinson and Allen Iverson have done that in the first game, gone for 20-10. and 10. Uh, Leading the league in rebounds. Oh, boy. Oh, I can't guess. Um, we've got Tim one... Duncan. I'll just tell you the teams. Let me throw some names. One guy is still active. One guy's playing in China. 
as well. Drummond. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard for the Lakers. Yeah. 12.4 rebounds a game. Al Jefferson. Got one guy that's active. He this is he when he, he was on an Eastern Conference team, then now he's on an East different Eastern Conference team. Um center. And then the other guy <laughs> is like a tr- like I don't know how he did this. I guess he was good at this point, but he was Valentinus. No, this last guy lost to us in a playoff series before. He, and he was on the same team as Dwight Howard. That's like tells you the team, I think. No, like he was on, like Dwight Howard was on a different team when we beat Dwight Howard in the playoffs. And so was this guy. Oh, is it Omar Asik? Omar Asik. Asik, however you pronounce it. Third it's in the Osage. league in rebounds. Wow. Hmm. For, for Houston? For Houston. Who is our center? Hickson? Uh, well, Lamarcus led us in rebounds. I assume it's Hickson. But the other guy is Vucevic. Assist per game was Rondo, Chris Paul, and Grievous Vasquez. So, wow. Completely different league than well, it's it is today. Like a thing that I don't want to get too off topic, but uh, the Dame interview with JJ Redick, the second one where Dame was talking about how it was just very different coming into mm-hmm. the league at that time compared to where the league is now. Wow. Absolutely. In terms, um, of, uh, in, in terms of, um, like, just veteran presence, I guess. Yeah. And then just ending out his rookie year, this is the year he had that buzzer beater versus the Hornets. That was the first of many buzzer beaters to come. Babbitt, back to Lillard. That was with Babbitt. For the win. Miss Mike and Mike on the call. Yep. We were was... back when we watched games in the Bat Cave. You remember that? Or oh my was gosh. that what it was called? Lush Schwab. Bat Cave. Yeah. That was that Le- was good. Lush Schwab. Remember the the Lush Schwab commercial? Then I wonder what's going on in the Bat Cave today. Sorry. Huh? I said I wonder what's going on in the Bat Cave today. Facts. Um. But. But and then he was the first Blazer ever to win an All Star event. Can you tell me what event he won this year? As a uh, skills, yeah, skills. Was it with, with Trey Burke? I don't even remember. But we I remember 30... this fun fact. I made a video of it over the summer. Uh, first what, player, was... I think, still today, to participate in yep. every challenge, every single one. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and jump to the 2013-14 year because that is the year you are talking about. This year, the Blazers went. Went from 33 and 49, the, his rookie year, to 54 and 28, the five 54. seed. He started once again all 82 games, so he has yet to miss a game in his career. He averaged 20, 5.6, three and a half rebounds, and made all NBA third team. But I believe did not make an All Star game this year. Which uh, no, or stupid me. Yes, he did because this is the year he participated in all five events. So which, this is the one where he won with Trey Burke and the team skills, and he. This was the year of the dunk contest, where it was the well, stupid, so like, stupid, like freestyle six people in it. It was like teams. Terrence Ross was in it. Um, like East versus West, that was so dumb. I don't even remember Some who was jazz in it. guy was in it. Uh, was it Waiters? Maybe Waiters was in it. That Deion Waiters might awful. have been in it. J.R. Smith, I, remember, I feel like was in it. I, I remember like watching it live after the Blake Griffin one the year before, jumping over the car and just being so disappointed as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah that was a bad one. And then the other main moment from this year off the court was this is when he signed his 10-year deal with Adidas. Adidas. And it was the third largest of all time behind what other two players' shoe deals. One Adidas. LeBron. LeBron's. Adidas. And then no, no, LeBron's was Nike. And then which Adidas one? Got to think at this time. This is 2013-14. Harden? 
No. Is Sky, Durant Adidas? Sky won an MVP. Westbrook? Westbrook? No, no. Won an MVP before this, before 2013-14. Paul Pierce. No. That's a stupid guess. Kevin Garnett. I don't even know who's Adidas. He, he, he has something in common with Brandon Roy. His knees gave out. McGrady. No, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Really? McGrady? No, exactly. His knees gave out. Oh. Come on. Youngest MVP ever. Derek Rose. Oh, Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Yeah. This is when Derek Rose was absolutely taking over Adidas, but obviously Derek this Rose is... Derek Rose is playing the playoffs right now, and Dame isn't, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is true. But the Blazers obviously go on to make the playoffs, and the... Arguably, some would say the greatest moment of Damian Lillard's career happens. He hits that .9 buzzer beater against the Rockets to advance to the second round where they go on to lose to the Spurs. It was the first series winner, first buzzer beater to win a series since John Stockton in 1997, and he did it against which team? Hint, it's the same team. The Rockets. Well, Unfortunate for Houston. Was that a Olajuwon team? I would assume so. Uh, do you remember watching the shot, West, live? Uh, yeah, I cried when Parsons scored with nine-tenths left. I, If I remember correctly, were we watching this the next morning? We were, and of course, my mother, after I'm crying, she goes, the game's not over. So in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, we probably hit something crazy, but I didn't, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't like, my brain wasn't developed enough to understand what she was saying. You know, you I know thought what she was just being a mom. You know what sucks is, I know I'm skipping ahead really quick, but for both buzzer beaters... For Rockets and Thunder, I didn't watch it live. That's yeah, tough. I didn't watch Thunder live. And I didn't even, like, we watched it on recording the next day, the Rocket, so we still got a pretty genuine reaction. Thunder, I just opened my phone, and it was notification, Damian Lillard hit with, so it was insane buzzer beater. Oh my yeah, God, that, that was that, tough. Across that, that sucks. Dude, yes, it's because that because was I had a I'd, playoff soccer game the next day. And I was doing football workouts, and it was, like, what's called a crucible week. So I had to get up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I was just, like, an East Coast, man. I remember in 2013, it was, I went to the beach with my uncle, my family, my close family and uncle and, and Brennan, Brennan. And then um, we, we drove home from the beach. It was really hot. It was like 92 degrees at the beach, which has got to be one of the hottest hot days. As a, hot as a camel. On a Portland beach, not in Portland, on a Portland beach. Ooh. So I remember that. That was cool. And coming home that night watching it live um don't remember specifically like what i was thinking but i just remember it being that day being really excited and then getting blown by the spurs but great moment i don't remember watching a lick of the spurs series i don't either um so this was the year we beat the rockets now the following year was this the wesley matthews unfortunate event yeah so 2014 15 we go 51 and 31 we are the four seed and this is what everyone is talking about today. A lot of Blazers writers are saying, if we can just get a team like this around Dame, we've done a good job, or the front office has done a good job. This team started the year 30-8. and eight. They were 41-19 and 19 when Wes went down, obviously Wesley Matthews with his Achilles injury. And after he well, went I down... Thought he, I thought he got hurt in the playoffs. No, he went down. After he went down, they went 10-12, and 12, and then... They lost to the Grizzlies in five. But the shining light from that Grizzlies series is it was kind of when CJ McCollum had his, like, not coming out party, but introduced himself to Blazer fans as a guy that could possibly be a part of the future. 
Some I literally have no details from this year. My one note is special season that is now forgettable. But when it comes to Dame, he started all 82 games again. So he has still yet to miss a game in his NBA career throughout his third season. That's impressive. And he averaged a career high to this point, 21 points, averaged six assists and 2.6 rebounds and was an all-star, but as an injury replacement. But that's all I got from this season because yeah. kind of went downhill um, once Wes went out. Being really disappointed watching that Memphis series. I don't um, remember watching that series either. You know, it's weird. Upstairs. Grandy's obviously my family doesn't have a house uh, inside information there for the viewers but um yeah I remember having a killer season and then just getting obliterated by Zach Randolph I I hated Zach Randolph like I was a salty yeah, the Grizzlies were pretty boring. Who was like just like was, we hate the Grizzlies today I was a salty six quitter being I hope Zach Randolph dies like uh, I don't know what I was saying but you know yeah the cl- what a classic sixth grader does yeah and then following the playoff series, is this when LA bolts? Yep. In the summer of 2015, LaMarcus leaves, but Dame stays. He signs a five year. Can you tell me what the five year max extension was at this time? 5,180. Like I've got to think nowadays it's like 250. 180. It was five years, 120 million. Oh, wow. Just I'm eight stupid. years ago. He's still making that a new CBA of money. man. The the new the new TV rights deals. Just... And we're gonna have that same thing again in a couple summers. And um, we'll, su- we'll still somehow not have cap space. Yeah, but off the court, this is when West. I think you would know this, and you would have a fun time remembering this. But he released his first single, "Soldier in the Game," and he as well began his four bar Friday segment on Instagram. Mm. I remember seeing that. I never really watched them because. Back when I was in whatever seventh grade, I wasn't really into random rappers on my page, but I do look back on it and I remember that being a pretty, pretty f- fun thing that Dame did. Because uh, this is really mm-hmm. when he started introducing his rap side to the public. Um, but 2015 16, the Blazers go 44 and 38. They get the five These seed. Solid seasons. They solid. Get the five, they get the five seed. They beat the Clippers in six in the first round but lose to Golden State in five. Dame, his scoring jumps from 21 to 25 points per game, obviously with LA leaving. 6.8 assists, four rebounds. Um, his, he, he, okay, this is funny. His first career game he ever missed was on December 21st after playing 275 consecutive games. He didn't play in this game. CJ McCollum also didn't play this game. And it was, against the Atla- it was against the Atlanta Hawks, where Tim Frazier played 48 minutes. They and lose. we were there. And I wasn't there, I don't think, or maybe I was, but you were there, West. There. And I don't think you realized at the time, but it was pretty much a guarantee you saw Dame play when you went to a Blazer game. But of course, the one game you go to is the first ever game he ever misses in his career. CJ also misses it. And Tim Frazier plays 47 minutes and hey. 38 seconds in this game. Hey. Hey, sorry. Uh, yeah. Why he missed just injury? Uh, plantar fasciitis in his left foot. He missed a couple games, but this was the first one. Yeah. Um, was later, the Golden State's here. Their yep, first round. Later, February nineteenth, he scored fifty-one against the seventy-three and nine Warriors in a one thirty-seven, one hundred five. That was the iconic Mike and Mike call heat check. Ooh, it's not fair. Yeah. But I remember when. I want to say back in like 2020 during COVID, I did like a bracket on Instagram of Blazers' best moments. This one made like the quarterfinals. 
Wow. Uh, so this was a pretty big moment of that year. Obviously, it was one of the nine losses for the Warriors. Uh, but two days after that, he scored 30 against the Jazz, becoming the first Blazer since Clyde Drexler to score 30 points in four consecutive games, which just seems so stupid now, given the fact that he averaged 32 this past year. So he's obviously mm-hmm. broken that record countless amounts of times. Insane. Since then, he broke the franchise record in threes on April 13th with 827. Obviously, it's more now, but kind of wild that in just his fourth year, he already had the franchise record um this season he ended eighth in mvp voting he was sixth in the league in points a game eighth in assists per game and the man did not make an all-star game which is wild eighth in mvp voting sixth in points eighth in assists so this is when the dame is underrated conversation was at an all-time high yeah um Never mind. But obviously, we make the playoffs. We beat the Clippers in six. Have a little injury luck there uh, with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin going down in that series. And then we took one from Golden State, um, which turned out to be pretty impressive given they were 73-9. and nine, But they also ended up losing in the finals to the Cavs. But he had 40-10 and 10 in that one win against the Warriors. So that's the mm-hmm. 2015-16 season. The 2016-17 season... It's time. This is when the downfall of the Blazers began the 2016 summer, when we officially said every year we have Damian Lillard, we're going to put mid players around him. Is this when we gave uh, 150 million to Alan Crabb and Evan Turner? All right. This is what we did in the summer of 2016. We added Evan Turner to a four year, $70 million contract. We added Festus Azili, who never played a single game with the Blazers, on a two year, $15 million contract. We re signed Myers Leonard to four years, $41 million. Re signed Alan Crabb to four years, $75 million. Re signed Mo Harkless to four years, $40 million. Re signed CJ, four years, $106 million. Okay, so, but despite this, despite this, we were a three seed. Incorrect. Not You're a year, year too early. We were the eight seed. A year this eight is seed. 2016 17. We went 41 and 41. We were the eight seed. Dame, 27 points per game, 5.9 assists, 4.9 rebounds. That's some all star numbers there. But he wasn't an all star. He's a seven time all star right now. He should easily be a nine time all star. Um, not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but kind of wild that yeah. averaging 27 points, he was not an all star. Um, off the court, he released his first ever album. Do you know what that's called specifically, West? His first album? First legit album? First legit album. It was uh, Was it called Confirmed? That was his second from album. The letter O? The letter O was his first album. Um, he actually got the Magic Johnson Award this year um, for staying away from AIDS. I'm kidding. That wasn't what the award was for. It was for being the it was for being the best play. It was for honoring the player who best combines excellence on the basketball court with cooperation and dignity in dealing with the media and the public. So, congrats, Dame. He had 59 points against the Jazz this year. He signed with Powerade this year, and this is also the year when we notoriously had Nurk fever when Nurk uh, joined the team at the trade deadline. We ended the season 17 and six to sneak the eight seed. So we were not good mm. this year. Um, forgettable year. I'm pretty sure we got swept by the Warriors. I didn't even put it in my notes because okay, who gives? So is this the second or third consecutive year we had to play Golden State? 
This was the second. This was the second year we had to play Golden State. This was the point where we had. I want to say everyone. Oh no! Starting starting in twenty in the first time we played Golden State, we like took game two or game three. We obviously lose the next two. Then we get swept by Golden State. Then spoiler: the next year we get swept by the Pelicans. So spoiler again: going into the twenty eighteen nineteen season, when we ended up making the Western Conference Finals, we were on a ten game playoff losing streak at that point. So. Yeah, it's kind like, of wild just thinking about all that. Everyone criticizes Dame and not being able to go far and everything, but I mean, you're talking a pretty significant chunk of your career, obviously surrounded by mid players, but even with making the playoffs, having to play the 73 and 9 Warriors, and then the following year having to play them with Kevin Durant, and people are, you know, criticizing his ability to carry a team, and it's that's that's when I started getting really annoyed at social media. That's when I was like peak Instagram as a kid, you know, like I had my phone and I was always yeah. looking on Instagram. That's when I was just getting mad and just confused why people would think that. But yeah, I wonder how Dame would playoff wise look, I guess, if he didn't have to play the greatest team of all time for a big portion of his career. 2017-18, he releases his second album. Um, this is confirmed. It is confirmed. It is called confirmed. Um, the Blazers go 49 and 33. They are the three seed. Dame, 27 points per game, six and a half assists, five rebounds, all star, all NBA first team, third time in franchise history. But after Clyde in 92 and Bill Walton in 78, and he was fourth. And MVP voting. The Blazers were about to go on an absolute run. They got the three seed. They got their matchup. Then come the playoffs. Actually, before we get to the playoffs, we'll just touch a couple times, um, a couple moments throughout the year. February 9th, he had 50 points against the Kings in 29 minutes, I believe. February 24th, game winner versus the Suns, point nine, where at the beginning of this podcast, you heard the call, Damian Lillard, you have done it again. That's where that's from. That is low-key one of the better games I remember recalling. That's, Dame also ooh, had a this nasty is also the time dunk. when Dame had back. that weird twist hair. Do you know? Remember that? He was dripped out, bro. Cody, do you remember that weird hairstyle Dame had for like half a season? It, was like, was it looked Shabazz like little Napier pieces era. of chocolate on his head. Don't okay. remember. I bet I would if I saw a picture, but... It's the Shabazz Napier era, too. Yeah, Shabazz is the man. Was. Shabazz. The let, me see if, let me see if I can just pull up. Oh, here I'm just it is. I'm going to take a wild guess and say Shabazz is not in the league anymore. That was his hair? I, okay. No. I mean, it's it's not it's not crazy or anything, but I just remember it. It was kind of weird. Um, But then on a serious note, March 18th, his half-brother Jarrell got shot at the Clackamas Shopping Center. Mm-hmm which is something that we actually go through there a good bit every time we're in Portland, and you mention it. And that happened a little bit before the playoffs. Then just 11 days later, Damian Jr. was born. He has his first son, so a lot going on in his personal life prior to this playoff series, which is something my 15-year-old me had no clue. Not an excuse to get swept, but they do go on to get swept by the Pelicans, and Dame doesn't have more than 20 in any of the four games. 
So they blitzed him. This was when this, this is when they like him. this is peak Dame criticism, like, and it was deserved because Dame did not show up. Neither did really anyone else on the Blazers. That's true. But I remember having this conversation after game one. We lose like by two, like ninety seven, ninety five, and I was like, "Oh, Dame only shot six for twenty one or whatever, and we only lost by two. This is gonna be, we're gonna be fine." That yeah, I remember that, Drew that was the start was, of bad takes. Drew Holiday was locking him up. Um, yeah, Rondo so was on that team. They didn't. Did they have Boogie in the series? Or yeah, I think they did. I'm not sure. I mean, to be honest, it wouldn't have mattered because. Uh, Guess who the Pelicans? Oh my gosh! They had to play KD. They had to play KD again. So it's not like even if we beat the Pelicans, anything would have happened. But yeah, that was a that was probably Dame's low light, worst moment of his career. That that series because do all that in the regular season, get a three seed, and then not even put up a fight and just not even win one game is disappointing not even put up over 20 that is that is absurd yeah that was kind of shocking because mm-hmm. i remember him having, and, having bad shooting performances but and i don't know if you have the stats but like how bad was everyone else because i feel like after a couple games because i don't remember the specifics of the games but like i would have felt you know past the ball like yeah anyone i don't have the specifics but yeah. i do know we got blown out in two of the games and then lost by like game nine three and one four. yeah so was a not a fun series. This is when the trade CJ or tr- honestly trade Dame rumors kind of started. Um, but but we didn't. Himself. We kept them. But yes, 2018-19. This is the probably the most fun year of our recent memory. But it started off on a somber note just three days before the season opener. This is when Paul Allen passed away. So mm-hmm. didn't even realize it was this year. I thought it was the next year. But he passes away on October 15th. However, we have our season opening game. Does anyone remember who the season opening game of that year was? This is 2018-19. This is the first year of a guy on his new team. This is when we played the Lakers, and we had that, I would use the word legendary, back and forth, Dame Dunk, or LeBron Dunk, Dame Dunk, LeBron Dunk. That was fun. He had 28 in that game. Um, Season opening win. Uh, Just quickly, we went 53-29 and this year. Three seed. He averaged yeah. 25.8 points, 6.9 assists, 4.6 rebounds. He was an all-star, all-NBA, second team, and sixth in MVP voting. So that's now, I think, three or four straight seasons when he's finished top 10 in MVP. Uh, December just... 27th, he had a go-ahead of three with 6.3 seconds left against which team? December 27th, we were watching this together. Correct. This is the one where like he drove to the this basket, is... pass it to Aminu. What's the call? Is Damian like... Lord from the Outer Limits. Uh, that's what it is and and driving and hits and when they zoom in on the camera when he hits the shot someone on the blazers bench goes like this when he hits it he was like a if you can guess if you can guess who the players i mean he's out of the league guard uh i mean that's most guards teams played with i feel like uh tim frazier close shabazz he was like a he had like a surname he's a what like a cert, like he was like the second or the third or the fourth. Oh, oh, uh, Wade Baldwin. Wade Baldwin. Wade Baldwin. Wow, that would never have got it if you didn't give me that last hint. But that's yeah. I liked Wade Baldwin. I did too. He was cool. Oh, that um, was, that season was special until March twenty, whatever it was. Uh, neck. Yeah. Uh. Well, before we get to that, December thirtieth, 
I just wanted to mention it. 34-point win over Philly. Dame had 15 points. It's significant because we were at that game. That was uh, the iconic Blazers game day vlog. Um, yeah, where we absolutely humbled them. Yeah, this is, Dame only this had is, 40 at one point. This is, this is Myers pre-stream, right? This is Myers pre-stream. That was, I think, 2020. Oh, that was COVID. Sheesh. Then March 7th, he had 51 and a loss versus the Thunder, but clearly that wouldn't stay the same. The loss column, the 50 piece would. Uh, March 25th, he had 31 and 12 and double overtime and a win over the Nets. Yeah, Obviously, I wonder what as you mentioned, that is when I mean, Nurk went down. Uh, we, we had to turn he, our attention at the center to Ennis Cantor Freedom for the rest of the year. Ennis Cantor at the time. He was a cone. At defense. Um, speaking of, this is completely off topic, but I sent you guys a picture of it. Um, guess who the worst defender, defensive rating player yeah. was this season? Saw it was that. Anthony Simons. Like, I don't know. I would have never guessed that. Actually, I would not have. I wouldn't have guessed that. I. But we were just thought he was better. Same. Simons was like a better defender than CJ. Oh my gosh, the Blazers' defense sucks booty. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, back to Nurk. I mean, we criticized Nurk a lot, especially today, because let's be honest, he wasn't the same today. This is back when he was really good. In 2019. But actually, like, if we had Nurk in 2019, prime Nurk, um, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to say. Because 2019 was a window in NBA where a fairy tale ring could have been won. And it was. Not fairy tale, but. the, The Raptors, I mean, a lot of people would argue they were the worst championship team in the last 10 years not not criticizing them anything but let's be honest KD's Achilles gave out and gave him the win but um God, that was the year and if Nurk didn't get hurt look we got swept I'm not gonna make an excuse for that but you never know we would have gone to game six and we would have been in Portland for game six which I still just am so mad we weren't able to experience that watching a playoff game in the Western Conference Finals in Portland not even at the game we didn't even talk about the the Thunder game winner yet. Yeah, let's that? just let us just do let's just go ahead because we've got a lot of good to talk about before we talk about the bad. Um, April twenty third, obviously, is the day we just celebrated it a couple days ago. It's the bad shot day. If you haven't got your bad no, shot shirts, guys, go grab bad, it in the description. Bad story about this day. Bad uh, story. Yeah, like we said earlier, I was not watching this live. Uh, oh yes, you do have a bad story. I you wa- had fifty and ten threes. What is your I story? Was, I was watching it live, but I could have watched it more live, if you know what I mean. So this is me, junior year of high school. I'm in driver's ed at 5 p.m. And I'm like, Dad, can we go do a Blazer game? Because I've never been to a Blazers playoff game. And he's like, sure, we can go. And then I'm like, when, and he's like, when is your driver's ed class end? And I'm like, 6.30 or something. I don't remember. It was getting tight for the game, though. And my dad's like, all right, sure, let's go. But as time got closer, he's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I was going to buy the tickets, but unfortunately, let's just do it another day. So we'll I go to round two or game seven. I was this close to going to that game, and our seats were fourth row where Dame hit the shot. Like, that's what where I was going to be. And did did uh, your father end up keeping that promise of going to another game? No. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't remember, but that was, that was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that joke right now, but we move on, play Denver. Dame has 31 in a game one loss. Great series. Great series. He plays Dude, 57 minutes. One of the minutes. best series. 
You could say Denver series is better than OKC. Oh, I think, I think as a series as a whole. Four overtimes? Four overtimes in game plays 57 minutes. He has 32 in game six to tie series 3-3. In a, and in an elimination game, yeah. In an elimination game. And then in game seven, he has 13 points. But CJ. rebounds, eight assists. Hits a big-time three in the corner. Two big-time um, threes. Two big-time threes. Um, first Western Conference Finals since 2000. We obviously go to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, people forget Dame separated his ribs in game two of that series when I think it was Alfonso McKinney like dove on his chest. Uh, but that was the iconic Myers Leonard game. But just a really, really just unfortunate series for having double digit leads in all four games in the second half. Getting swept, that hurt. But that was 2019, 2018, 2019. We'll speed up a little because now we're kind of getting into the. Moments present we day. Re- before, present yeah. day we remember a little more. Uh, 2019 2020 was a pretty big year for Dame, though. Uh, on the team front, the Blazers or Neil Olshay saw we get to the Western Conference Finals. He says, No, let's blow it up and change the team completely. We trade Evan Turner, Myers, Harkless for Baysmore and Whiteside. We lose in free agency Seth Curry, Aminu, Cantor, and our replacements for them are Herzonia, Tolliver, and then Mello later in the year. So great job, yeah. Neil Olshay. You have a Western Conference Finals team, and you decide to. Unfortunately, this year, uh, we we made the playoffs, but we were the worst defensive team in the league. Doesn't that shock year, me. Which is crazy. Doesn't shock me. But Dame signs with Hulu. He has those uh, commercials. Uh, Hulu having li- Hulu has live sports. Uh, his third album is released. Big Dalla, the one with Moneyball and uh, Gosh, what's the other good? Sorry, song? sorry, not sorry. No, what's the oh. other song that I like? Moneyball and Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Um, and this is also the year that Dame drops his Shaq disc, Rain Rain Go Away. Ooh, I know you love bars. that one, Lust. Bars. Uh, final bars. thing from off the court. Uh, he has Money his Toyota thing, Damian Lillard Toyota. That's always talked about on the broadcast over and over. And now getting into the season, this is Dame's MVP season, obviously, um, bubble MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Blazers are 35 and 39. They get the eight seed, lose to the Lakers in five. That series was frustrating. A ton of big moments throughout the season, though. Uh, Dame averaged Dude. 30 this year. He was an How all-star. Dame shot in the bubble. How about the 61 burger against the Mavs in the bubble? We'll get to the bubble. I just want to touch yeah. on a couple a couple games throughout the year because this is honestly uh, before this past year. This is arguably Dame's best season. Uh, he was an All Star, All NBA second team, eighth in MVP voting. He had sixty against the Nets on November eighth in a loss. He had sixty one on MLK Day against the Warriors and a win on January twentieth. On January twenty ninth, he had thirty six, ten, and eleven for his first ever triple double. Surprising it took that long, but. Then again, triple doubles weren't as big as they are now. Um, December 23rd, I just want to mention this, is because we were in attendance against the Pelicans. Dame obviously went 0 for 10 from 3 in that game, starting the conspiracy that Dame plays bad when we go. Um, January 31st, first game after Kobe's death, he puts up 48, Mm. 10, and 9. I remember that being a pretty insane game. That was a classic game. And that started off a six-game stretch where he averaged 48.8 points a game or six games. Arguably the best stretch of Dame's career. He performed at All-Star Weekend with Lil Wayne, despite not even actually playing in the game. And then more games we went to. uh, Two games he didn't play. 
uh, loss versus Hawks, win versus Magic. That was me and West at those. And then COVID happens. Yeah. And the two major moments before the bubble from COVID is he was selected for the cover of NBA 2K21 on June 30th, and then the uh, infamous Dame and Finally. CJ on Instagram Live. <laughs> Do you remember the Dame no. CJ on Instagram Live, Cody? No. Not even going to get into it then. About Jamal Murray. Okay, yeah. Uh, bubble. I don't understand that whole thing, what happened. I don't understand. We can tell you off air. He just uh, made, well, I know what happened, but I don't. Jay just made some jokes. CJ just said that um, his just jokes about that situation and talking about how like his hair was looking like something else. It doesn't matter. We'll tell you after. You'll probably forget. You're not. You're you're, you're, you're dumb. But in the bubble, Dame wins MVP, averages 37-9 on 50% shooting, 44% from three. They go six and two in the regular season bubble to snatch the eighth seed. The notorious performances, 45 and 12 versus Denver, 51 versus Philly, 61 versus Dallas, 42 and 12 versus Brooklyn. He has 34 and a game one win against the Lakers, but then hurts his, I think he sprained his finger and did something to his knee in that series. They end up losing in five. And then later that year, he releases another single called Kobe in September. We won game one in that series. And. Uh, Then the Lakers won little dance, and I was mad, and I still am to this day. Um, Anthony Davis, just the whole game. I'm just watching him shoot free throws the whole game. Just that's the only reason they scored. Like it was like 34 to eight in the free throw discrepancy in one of those games. He was hooking Hassan Whiteside. It was disgusting. Nothing we could do. It was disgusting. (laughs) It was the most like I I forgot it was a playoff game at times because I was just so bored and just like so. I don't know when something happens so slowly, it's like just put <clears throat> a dagger three on us. Don't drop twenty free throws in the fourth quarter. And just slowly pull our lead away, and mm-hmm. that series was so frustrating. I thought the refs, you know, had had something for the Lakers, honestly. But whatever. so we obviously go out, but that was an unhealthy year. Nurk was just coming back. CJ was hurt throughout the year. Even Dame was obviously in the games he missed. Then our most recent competitive year, 2020-2021, the big storyline from the offseason is the big addition the Blazers made. Um, do you remember Roko. who that was? No. Roko? Well, Roko Zeller? was one of them. It was uh, in the draft, CJ Ellaby. Uh, we pick up CJ Ellaby in the draft. Uh, I thought it was on- Ben McLemore. In all seriousness, we go 42 and 30, 16. Anthony Tolliver? Tolliver was the year before. No, wait. Also, why are you disrespecting Nick Stauskas? Like, why why are we just going to go over Nick Stauskas like that and not even mention him? That's very true. Uh, but Dame averages 28 and 8. Uh, he was an all star, all NBA second team again. This is kind of just clockwork at this point. Also, Seventh and MVP. Uh, in January of 2021, he had his second and third kids. Callie and the twins. Callie. It's one is spelled K L I K A L I and the other is K A L I I. So mm-hmm. a little Beast. confused there, damn. Uh, but then January 30th, he has that buzzer beater versus the Bulls, which was pretty that iconic. Was uh, he had the game winner from like half court in the All Star game this year. He had 43 and 16 against the Pelicans on February 17th. Then on May 3rd, I went to a game against the Hawks. He had 33 and 8, but we lost. 
And then the kind of fun storyline from the end of that year is remember when the fan said he bet his house that the Blazers were going to like go over their win total and the Blazers needed to go 10 and 2 to end the year and Dame responded to him on Twitter and he was like I got you bro. And the Blazers ended up going 10 and 2, setting up a favorable matchup against the Nuggets. The Nuggets who we wanted. We wanted the Nuggets to win. It was hey, PJ Dozier was out. The series was not supposed to be long. Yeah. We wanted the Nuggets. Dame had a great playoff series. 34 and 10 in the playoffs on average. He had 34 is this, and, is this game five double nickel? Yeah. 34 and 13 in a game one win. 42 and was... a 19 point game two loss. And then game five. Game I think this five. was the I think this was Dame's best game of his career. Uh, uh, if you want, if you want insight on how yeah, stupid sure. Cole, uh, Cole and I are when watching games, I believe this was the game I was banned to the balcony. <laughs> yeah, so this is when we were down like 15 to start off the game. West leaves because he's mad and he's just like, I just got to blow off some steam. And he goes down like, was it like by the pool? We were at a hotel, and um, we start coming back. So West stays. Stay down. Stay. West stay has down. to stay. And I could see him out the window. He's sitting in the dark next to the pool like this with his phone like this. It was great. And then he comes back in and ruins it. I'm kidding. He came back in in like the third quarter or something once we came back. Um, but yeah. Notorious, notorious missed dunks by Rocco, stepping out of bounds by CJ. Just the other team shot one for 22 in the final like something minute or an OT. I don't know what it was. Oh, the rest of the team. I think it was like we scored 21 points in the two overtimes combined and Dame had 19 or something like that. That just statistics don't even make sense how yeah, one man can so pull bad. that off and the other five can just four can just blow it that bad. That just makes no sense. It's yeah. crazy. So that leads to possibly the scariest offseason in recent history. Uh Dame goes on, wins a gold medal with Team USA, he gets married, he's kind of living his life. Um, and then he almost seriously asks asks out. Uh, I remember that in Montana specifically where we were when Dame was on the verge of asking out. Um and then that just comes to the current era now. Uh, obviously, wow. he got he gets hurt 2021, 2022. Um, and yeah, just two tanking years at this point. And you guys all know what happened this year. But that's a lot of information over a long period of time. But just to round it out, Dame's kinda kind of accol- kind of accolades at this point. He's a seven-time All-Star. He's made All-NBA first team once, All-NBA second team four times, All-NBA third team once. He's got the bubble MVP. He won Rookie of the Year. He's a three-point contest champion, which happened in the most recent year. And then he's obviously on the 75 anniversary team. Um, so well, hopefully we add NBA champion to that. I learned a lot day. today, teacher. Thank you. Of course. Yes, if you guys liked this style of video, um, let us know. Uh, I really don't know what other player people would be interested in having a deep dive on, unless you want a deep dive on uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Myers. Myers Leonard. We could have some details there. Um, but that'll do it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something about Dame. Comment down below, favorite thing you learned or something we missed. Um, let us know. And make sure to subscribe. We'll be back to our usual podcast next Wednesday. And uh, go Blazers. Peace. Peace.